Hello and welcome back to another episode of Life is Messy because it is. I'm so glad that you are here. Um, just to give you a quick life update, I'm still in the Middle East uh, and this weekend was so beautiful. I went into Dubai for a friend's birthday. Happy birthday, Nadine. Um, and it was my first time being like out, out in Dubai. And ladies, you know the difference between going out and going out, out. So this was like out, out. And it was so much fun. And it was such a vibe. And I just love the energy of Dubai. And it was so good to be back in that. And it was a group of about 15 women all together. And I always love um, a group of women together. Oh, and there were two men in it as well. And I always love that too, you know, like just a little bit of masculine energy in a group. I actually think it just balances everything out so nicely. Um, but yeah, it was so much fun to be there in Dubai and um, just have a party with everybody. It was so cool. Um, and then what else? So what else is happening? Yes, my new program, date Dating, it's actually called Diamond, uh, but it is a dating uh, and relationship program that is starting next week. It's an eight-week container. It's absolutely bloody amazing. Um, if you want more information on that, the link is in my Instagram bio. Go and have a look. But yeah, it's for women that are either dating or new to dating or you've been in a relationship for a long time and you've just like lost the energy and the spark and you just want to add some like juiciness back into your relationship, then yeah, that's what you're going to learn here. Um, so I've been talking to my clients this week and the thing that is coming up the most, I mean, obviously I am a dating and relationship coach, so it makes a lot of sense, but this kind of like fear around dating and how to do it properly and people not even knowing, oh, I, I'm not good at dating or I don't know if I know how to date or I've never even been on a first date before. All these beautiful, wonderful questions that I've been working with my clients with this week. And so I thought, why don't we talk about that on the podcast today? Just about dating. And I'm going to give you some really good tips and techniques on how to make dating more fun and just to feel better for you. So that's the mess this week. Let's get into it. Kate Schroeder, a certified life and success coach. I'm a dating expert, a feminine embodiment junkie, a runner of retreats, and the author of a soon-to-be-published cookbook. I empower women with feminine magnetism skills that allow them to attract and sustain high-value relationships in dating, business, life, and love. This podcast is your invitation to join me, to come and sit in our mess, to share openly in a safe space with no judgment, because I, like you, am an ongoing work in progress. Welcome, darling. So the first question I have for you as we get started today is how do you feel about dating? How do you really feel? What comes up for you when I talk about dating? I know that the demographic of listeners of this podcast is so varied. Some of you are in long-term committed relationships. Some of you are married. Some of you are single. Some of you are newly broken up or separated. Some of you are currently dating. Some of you have never dated before. I know that there is such a broad spectrum of women and men that listen to this podcast. So I really want you to ask yourself, how do you feel about dating? And everyone's answer or experience is going to be unique because 
Are you looking back from a place now of in a relationship, looking back, thinking, oh my God, I'm so glad I didn't have to date? Or are you looking back thinking like, oh, I really wish I had have enjoyed the process more and not worried so much that I was going to be alone and single forever because now that I am in this beautiful, wonderful, committed marriage, I like, I don't have the opportunity to date anymore. Or are you like, oh my God, I'm so scared of the idea of dating or I've never had a good dating experience before or I don't even know if I've ever been on a date before. I'm not really sure. I always just kind of land up in relationships. So whatever it is that's coming up for you, just connect to that and just tap into that thought for yourself. And let's see if what we talk about today and what I share with you today confirms this or changes this for you in any way. So when it comes to dating itself, I have often compared dating to it being like visiting a restaurant buffet. So it's best enjoyed with an open mind and a healthy appetite. And by that, I mean, if you've ever been to like a brunch in Dubai, I know I talk about brunches in Dubai all the time, guys, but I just love a brunch in Dubai. But any kind of restaurant where it was like an open buffet of like all you can eat food and The worst thing that you can do at one of those is to like walk up to this beautiful array of a thousand different dishes and be like, oh, look, there's macaroni and cheese. I love macaroni and cheese. I'm going to just have four plates of macaroni and cheese. And then right next door to that macaroni and cheese is like the most amazing sushi. And next door to that are the most glorious pastas you've ever seen. And next door to that are like massive big bowls of king crab legs and there's oysters and there's an array of Lebanese food and there is Greek food and all of this food. And you're like, oh, the thing I know is macaroni and cheese and that's all I'm going to eat. Dating is like that too. So many people get caught in the trap of this is what I know. So this is what I'm going to keep doing. This is the type of person I'm going to keep dating. These are the type of experiences I'm going to keep having and often overlooking all these other opportunities and all these other new, fun, exciting things to actually try when it comes to dating and your life in general. So I want to ask you a little question. Do you think that dating is a process that you have to suffer through to find a partner? What do you think? I asked this question in my free masterclass um, and I say in there that no, dating gets to be a fun way to learn about what you want while enjoying the process of meeting great people and having new experiences. That's what dating is all about. If you go into dating with this horrible mindset of like, oh, I have to just suffer through this. I absolutely hate doing this. I can't wait to stop dating. I just want to meet someone who's going to be into me so that I can stop being on the dating apps or I can stop being set up on blind dates or I can just stop being lonely. I can stop being single. I'm just, I'm desperate just to find anybody to take me out of this situation. If that's the kind of energy and the the mindset that you have around dating, that is often how you land up in very unsuccessful relationships, where you land up settling, where you land up being with people that are not right for you. And it's really out of this fear of like, oh, I'm just so scared to be alone. I'm so scared I'm going to land up single forever. And honestly, darling, spoiler alert, the chances of you landing up single forever are actually so minimal. They really are. But it's about learning to date 
from an empowered space that is really going to help you to attract the right sort of relationships and give you that sense of power and freedom of not settling, but rather choosing what kind of relationship you want to be in. So I'm going to give you a few little tips and techniques today to really try and activate a more exciting mindset for you when it comes to dating and to turn dating into this beautifully fun process that you get to do whilst finding somebody that you actually like and that you actually want to be with. So number one is change your focus. If your focus is all about, I'm only dating to find a husband, right? I'm only dating so that I can just find somebody, anybody, so that I no longer have to be single. If that's your focus, that, as I said, is going to be a very repelling energy, first of all, but it's also going to block you off from so many things. One of those things is new experiences, What if you approach dating with, instead of the mindset of, oh my God, I need to find a husband, of, oh my goodness, I get to have these beautiful new experiences. I get to meet new and interesting people. Ooh, every date I go on is teaching me a new skill or a new something that I'm able then to apply. I'm able to gain that experience and apply it to my next date. So it's this mindset of like this growth mindset, this constantly improving or evolving. What if your focus was, oh, I get to learn more about myself? Do you know how much you learn about yourself on a date? You think you know yourself, but when you're in a situation with a new person who is asking you new questions, and even if they're the same questions that you've heard a thousand times before, when you are with a new person and in a new energy, it activates you to express yourself in a different way and to answer questions in a different way. So you're actually able to learn about yourself in the process of dating. Dating also allows you to discover what you want and even more importantly, what you don't want in a partner. This is so important. I see this all the time and I've been guilty of this myself. So trust me, this is like from a place of zero judgment. But I see people that just settle and land up in relationships with basically the first person that gives them any attention, right? And there's no real real discernment or no real um, embodiment of their own self-worth and their own self-belief. It's just like, oh, I'm just dying for somebody to like me. So anyone who gives me any attention, that's the person I'm going to choose to be with. But when you change your focus to be like, I am so wonderful and beautiful and exciting and you know, I am whole, all on my own, absolutely 100% whole, all on my own. So I'm not looking for someone to complete me. I'm so complete. Instead, I'm approaching dating as the, oh, I get to discover more of what I want and what I don't want in a person. And think about it. It makes so much sense that if you are only ever dating one person and landing up in a relationship with that one person, and then either landing up with them forever or breaking up and then dating the next person and landing up in a relationship with them, you're never really being open to all sorts of new experiences. And you only ever know what you know. Like right now, in this very moment, I know as much right now as I possibly could know in my life until I learn the next best thing. The next moment I'm going to learn something else and then I'm capped at my intellectual capacity. And it's the same when it comes to dating. You are capped at your dating capacity until you put yourself out there and allow yourself to date someone new and learn something new about somebody else. 
So changing your focus when it comes to dating has such a massive impact. It just broadens your horizon so much and really opens you up to the idea of like, wow, who am I going to be with? Look at all these amazing, wonderful people that I get to meet. The next thing that I want you to do when it comes to dating is I want you to learn to say yes to men that aren't Mr. Perfect, that you will also allow Mr. Interesting or Mr. Good Enough to feature. Now, I say this and I wanted to be very clear that I'm not saying that you date everybody. Like, no, you need to be incredibly mindful and respectful of your time and your energy. Your time is finite. You will never get it back. So I don't want you to go out and date absolutely everybody. That is really going to drain you. And you're going to probably land up having some really unhappy, unfulfilling experiences with people that are incredibly dull or people that you have absolutely no chemistry with or no connection, nothing in common, nothing to talk about. And that can be very bad for your your own mindset and your own energy. And it's going to take away and it's going to actually stop you from wanting to date. You're going to find yourself saying like, oh my God, I just need to take a break from this. I'm just so drained. There's no good men out there. I just keep attracting assholes. And it's actually not true. It's just that you are diluting yourself too much. But if you're only going to say yes to Mr. Perfect, right? So you have this idea in your head. So he, he looks a certain way. He might be a certain height. He might have a certain job. He might drive a certain car, live in a certain zip code, um, you know, dress a certain way, only go to certain places. And you have this idea like, oh, that's Mr. Perfect. That's exactly who I want. I encourage my clients to have an idea of what they want. I think it's very important. And by the laws of uh, law of attraction, law of action, which is all about manifestation, it actually really helps you to visualize and have this idea to attract that person into your life. So yes, you want to create Mr. Perfect in your mind, but you don't want to block yourself off and be limited or limit your access to Mr. Interesting or Mr. Good Enough. Because when you do that, you could be missing out on someone who is so great in person. He might not tick all your boxes, but as I was saying previously of like how you are only ever capped at your intellectual capacity, you are only ever capped at your dating capacity with what you know. When you open yourself up to allow people that are still attracted, attractive to you, that are still interesting, that you feel still feel some chemistry and some spark with them, even if they're not everything you want, saying yes to those people is so often a gift to yourself because you could discover that actually what I thought I wanted, I didn't even know that there was more out there, that this person actually has so much more to offer me than I ever even thought. So being open to these types of people, the Mr. Interesting and the Mr. Good Enough, is so very important. Just to be open, see where it goes, Give yourself that grace, that opportunity to, to explore new things without blocking yourself off. Essentially, you're just cock-blocking yourself from the potential of someone absolutely amazing. But, and I'll say this again, it's not that you're just saying yes to absolutely everybody because your time and energy are important. And likewise, be respectful of other people's energy. You have to understand when it comes to dating that it is an energetic exchange that happens between two people. So if you are saying yes to somebody who you really have absolutely no interest in, you already know, you, 
just the thought of him gives you the ick and you just feel absolutely no chemistry, nothing with this person. You're like, I just don't want to go on a date with him. But he's very rich or he's incredibly good looking or I'm just so damn bored that I actually just want to go out with anybody. Or you often hear that saying that people say like, oh, well, girls got to eat. I absolutely hate that. I mean, I've definitely used that myself in the past, like as a joke, but I don't even use it as a joke anymore because I respect people's energy so much. It's difficult for men to put themselves out there as well. You know, it's, it would be foolish for women to think that men don't suffer from rejection because they do. So you don't want to be stealing somebody's energy and leaving them depleted. If you really are not feeling it with a person, that's not the person you go out with. But if you feel just a little bit of intrigue, a little bit of excitement, a little bit of chemistry, even just a little bit of curiosity, and you're like, I am actually energetically willing to give this a chance and see where it might go, then absolutely, you say yes to that person. Something that I always recommend to all my clients um, that will make dating more fun, right? Because people often get very in their heads and very stressed out by dating. Um, and it can cause a lot of anxiety. And that anxiety can often cause people to then cancel, to like say yes to a date. But as, the, as it's coming closer to the date, that feeling of like, oh my goodness, no, I'm so not ready for this. I don't know what to wear. I don't know how to be. I don't know what to talk about. Like, I'm just going to cancel this date. And people do this all the time. So one of the ways that I say to like create more fun around dating is to have a first date outfit. This is an outfit that you already feel sexy and confident in. Like you've tried this on before. You've worn it before. You've worn it out. You've you feel good in it and probably you've received some compliments from other people about you in this outfit. So having this outfit, what this does is it saves you time and it removes stress. For women getting ready for a date, this can be one of the most stressful things. Is this sudden like, oh my God, what am I going to wear? And then you start to try on things and things that you thought fitted you and then suddenly they don't anymore because, you know, whatever, you've eaten too much this week or you haven't gone to gym or whatever it is. And suddenly this thing that used to fit you doesn't. So now that's what's been in your head that you were going to wear. And suddenly you have to like find a whole new outfit. Super stressful. Um, so then if you have this outfit, it also allows you to enjoy the process of getting ready. Never underestimate the energy around a date that you can actually manufacture for yourself on your own before you even show up on the date. So if the whole process of getting ready for the date is something that is completely hideous to you, where you are just feeling so anxious, where you're not enjoying it, where you are so rushed, where you don't have an outfit, where you're just in this panic, where you're overthinking things, where you're wanting to cancel the whole time, but you actually feel guilty now because it's too late, so you're not going to cancel, you're still going to go, but you actually don't want to go. Like all of those thoughts and all of those actions, they all create an energy. And so then if that is the state that you are in, by the time you actually show up on the date, that's the energy that you're bringing with you. And that has the potential to impact how the rest of the evening will go. So if you can create this whole kind of fun ritual for yourself when it comes to getting ready, taking away the stress of what to wear is almost the number one thing that you can do for yourself. And then have a fabulous playlist that you put on, which is music that makes you feel really good and sexy and sensual. 
you know, so that you're really starting to cultivate the energy in your body that you actually want to have more of and to bring onto the date with you. So yeah, I cannot stress enough how important it is to have like a first date outfit and also have a few first date outfits for depending on what kind of dates you're going on. For me, I always say like, go on a dinner date with somebody. I just think that is, it is the best way. Like, how do I say this? I hate when someone says, let's go for a coffee. I just think, are you crazy? Like, A, I don't drink coffee, but B, a coffee date is like for a friend. You're not going to take me on a coffee date. And don't you dare even suggest like a walking date. Let's go on a walk. Um, I'm not your dog. I don't need to go on a walk. Thank you very much. When I go on a walk, it's to listen to my podcasts or to walk with my girlfriends. I'm not going on a walk with a guy to, to get to know you and have a first date. You are going to want to be with a man who is prepared to impress you, to put some energy and some effort in, to actually plan the date, to pick a nice restaurant. If a man's not even going to pay for your dinner, that is not an indication of a man that is going to value you and is going to provide for you. And I actually don't care who wants to come after me about this. Of like, There's so many women who are like, oh, a man to provide for you. You should be able to provide for yourself. Yeah, absolutely. You can, you should, you will. But the actual energy around the masculine is to provide and protect. And that's not just financially, all right? But it is to provide a space of safety that allows you to feel safe as a woman, that you are able then to surrender and to receive. Um, and you, no one's going to change my mind about this. So please save your energy, save your comments. I am either for you or not for you, but if a man cannot even buy you dinner, for me, that is an absolute red flag and an indication that this would absolutely be going nowhere. All right, the next thing is let the man lead. Oh my goodness, this is such a big one for so many people. So when I say lead, this is really about allowing a man to be in his masculine and this is a work. This is the work that I do with all my clients. It's very much based around the masculine and the feminine energy. And you know that I have my coaching program, Diamond, which is an eight-week coaching container, which is all about helping women to understand the masculine and feminine energy, how to connect to their feminine energy, how to activate masculine men to take action into pursuing them and to create high-value dating experiences for them. And this is never about using a man or you know, treating a man badly, like, no, that is 100% not my vibe at all. But this comes down to nature. It is balance. It is day and night. It is being asleep. It is being awake. It is the yin and the yang. It is the masculine and the feminine. So when you are in a relationship, you are going to want to be able to relax and get into your feminine and allow a man to embody his masculine. Masculine energy is all about leading. It is about providing. It is about protecting. It is about organizing. It is about planning. So let him do that. So many women want to, they actually, we have control issues. A lot of women have control issues and it's actually, we laugh about it, we joke about it, but it, honestly, you can often stem back to a place of not feeling safe and secure and um, acknowledged and supported in your own feminine. So you almost have to override that and you have to overcompensate for yourself and women get stuck in their masculine. And I hear women say this all the time. Oh, well, if I didn't do it, it would never get done. Like he'll never do anything. So I have to take care of all of it. Otherwise, just nothing will ever happen around here. 
And it's like, that actually doesn't happen overnight. That is a practice and a habit that is created over time. And men need to feel trusted. They need to feel like the women in their lives trust them to do the things that they need to do and not to question them the whole time and to point out all the ways that it could have been done better. Now, look, there are ways to do this, and we talk about this in Diamond a lot. Um, But essentially, when it comes to dating, you want a man that is going to lead. So let him organize the date. Let him plan the date. Don't jump in there straight away and be like, oh, yeah, I know this great place over here. Why don't we go here? Or even worse, you just take over completely and ask him out and say, this is when I want to go out. This is where I want to go. This is the whole thing. Um, Especially when it first comes to like the first couple of dates, you definitely don't want to be doing this. When you've been in the relationship for longer, yes, the polarity is still there, but the balance changes. The roles, the roles don't change energetically, but the manner in which you show up and in which you can take charge or in which you can plan certain things, that definitely changes. But in the beginning, let him organize, let him plan. This honestly empowers him to make decisions. It is showing him that you trust his opinion. If it is someone that has just moved to the city and doesn't know a lot about the city, or if he's asking you for suggestions, that's okay. You can have some ready. And I would always suggest choose things and places that you will actually enjoy. You know, so if he says like, oh, I've just moved here, so I'm not really sure what's around, um, you know, can you suggest anything? You can be like, oh, yeah, um, I have been to a few places around here. Um, These are my top three places and give him these suggestions. And then he needs to take those suggestions and go and do some research. You can find out anything online now. So if you tell him three places around, he'll be able to go and Google those and put in some time and effort and pick one that best suits the type of vibe that he is wanting to create, the type of energy that he is wanting to create, the type of message that he is wanting to send to you. And then, as I say, always choose places or things that are places that you will actually enjoy. Because remember, when you are going on a first date, if you've met this person online, then you are going on this date to actually see if there's chemistry between you. If you've met this person in real life, then you are going on the date because there is chemistry between you. So that is a big differentiation between online dating and like real life meeting. Um, So if it is a place that you actually don't know if you have connection with this person yet, then yeah, choose somewhere that you actually like. So you're going to have a great experience. And if you are having a great experience and if you're in an environment that you like, it means the energy and the way that you are showing up on that date is also going to be different. But very, very important is to let the man lead. Men love to be with women that make them feel like men. I mean, men want to feel like men. That's very important for them. They don't even know why. And it's not something that's happening consciously. It's just a subconscious desire to feel like a man. So beautiful. Help him to feel like that. How do you do that? Be in your feminine. What is your feminine? It's definitely not about controlling. Absolutely not. It's about leaning back. It's about receiving. So invite him to lead and surrender into receiving. And the fifth thing that I'm going to say to you is flirt. On a date, flirt. That's what makes dating so fun. Obviously, you're only going to be flirting with him if you actually like him and you want to see him again. 
if you already have the ick or you just feel like, oh, I'm not so sure about this guy yet. I want to like, I just want to take my time. I want to get to know him a bit better. I'm not really sure if there's connection or chemistry. Then yeah, you can hold back on the flirting and rather focus on having fun. Super important. And um, just being present on the date and really starting to get to know the person, ask some questions, just get a feel for that person. But if you feel like, oh my God, I really like this dude and I really want to see him again, then yeah, flirt. Flirting is fun and it actually raises your vibration as well. If you've ever worked with me or you've heard me talking about vibration, I'm all about the fact that we as humans are all about energy. In between the matter ourselves is space and it's actually that space that isn't us. We made up of that space and it's the energy of our moving parts, the moving cells, the atoms, the particles within us that is actually creating our energy. And we have the power to manipulate or to um, affect our vibration. So the things that you think about yourself, the things that you think about your environment, the things you think about your life, if you think like, oh my goodness, I'm so hideous, I'm so fat, I'm so miserable, I'm never going to meet anyone, I'm always going to be alone, I have nothing to offer anybody. If you think those thoughts, how do you feel? you don't feel good. You feel down. That's your vibration. If you think things like, oh my goodness, I'm so excited about the fact that I am single. I'm really enjoying being single because it means I get to go on these dates. It means I get to meet so many nice new people and have so many experiences. I love the fact that I have put in so much time and effort on myself that I know who I am as a person. I love the fact that, you know, I get to be happy. I get to have experiences. I'm so excited because I've got beautiful friends in my life. You know, all these things, if you think these things about yourself, how are you going to feel? Even me just saying that, I'm feeling like, oh my God, yeah, I feel so good right now. Yes, that's going to raise your vibration. So flirting is one of those things because flirting is a fun and subtle way of connecting with another person. So how can you flirt? Very, very simple things. Make eye contact, right? So I know that if you are very nervous, and a lot of women are nervous on a date, and I really do understand that, and I get that, and that is why I want you to join Diamond, because I'm going to help you overcome that nervousness. I've got actual modalities and techniques that I'm going to show you, um, and I'm going to give you some serious coaching to help you to get over that nervousness. But if you are nervous, one of the first things that you do is you often look down and you avoid eye contact. It's a fear of being seen. But making eye contact can be super flirty. So once you are feeling comfortable, once you've done diamond and you're like, yes, I am so confident in myself, then yeah, making eye contact and holding eye contact without even saying anything, just staring at someone. I'm currently staring at the ring light that's in front of me and I'm imagining it. And it's a really, really attractive, nice man that I'm very into and I'm just staring at it. Hello, Mr. Ring Light. <laughs> Another way that you can uh, flirt on a date is to share food. Right? If you're going out for dinner, which I highly recommend, please, there should always be food on a date with me. That's very, very important. Anyone who takes me on a date where there's no food would actually make me question that person. <laughs> Absolutely. I love my food. So sharing food can be a great way of flirting. You know, like, oh my goodness, this is so delicious. Do you want to try some? And if you don't feel confident enough to actually like feed them off your fork, <laughs> that's fine. You can just push the plate towards them and let them take some of your food. Physical touch, you know, finding subtle ways to touch a person. 
Um, now, I'm not talking about anything too extreme here, you know. Um, certainly don't have to like put your hand under the table and feel his pants. Like, hello, way too much. I'm talking about very subtle ways of touching him. So maybe like when you laugh, just to like touch him on the arm. Um, or when you tell him something really intense to reach over and just touch his hand across the table. Uh, laughing is a great way to flirt. If he says something funny, you know. But always be authentic with this. These tips that I'm giving you are never things to just be like copy, paste and do. They really have to come from like an authentic place within you. If you're going to just laugh at something that's not funny, it's not going to make you more endearing. It's actually going to make you look strange. So yeah, I also have a dating, like a love language masterclass, which is coming out tomorrow. Um, and you can purchase that masterclass. The link is in my bio on um, my Instagram. But it's a love languages masterclass. Now, love languages in itself is a whole new episode that I will do. But in this masterclass, I um, teach you the there's five different love languages. So I teach you how to incorporate the five love languages on a first date. So this is great. Like if you don't know what his love language is, you can tick off all five love languages. And this is a way for you to really form like some kind of connection and to make yourself quite memorable on a date. And again, this is not about like manipulating anybody or, you know, no, it's all about being authentic, but about using techniques and tools to make your dating experience as fantastic as possible. Wonderful. And the last thing that I'm going to say is when it comes to dating, one of the things that you can do that is going to really connect you to your high value quality as a woman is to know how to end things respectfully. Not everyone is going to be for you. Like that is a given that you are going to go on dates with people who are either not into you and are going to let you down um, and, you know, end things with you or ghost you, which is just so terrible. Um, or you are going to go on dates with people where you're going to be like, actually, there's just no connection here. And for women, women, as I said earlier, are so programmed to please people. There's such a fear about letting anybody down. And this comes back very much from caveman era where, you know, we are not designed to be on our own. Any threat of being kicked out of the tribe and not being liked or standing out in any way was an indication or a certain indication that if you were kicked out of the tribe, you would die for sure. Back in the day, you, you would die. It was near impossible to survive on your own. Okay, times have changed now. Like, you can survive on your own. But our minds, our brains, like our genetic buildup almost hasn't caught up with that yet. So for women, they often feel this need to over-deliver and to people-please and to say yes and this fear of rejecting anybody or letting anybody down. And so women often land up staying in relationships or getting into relationships that are not good for them rather than upsetting anybody. Very, very tragic, actually. So knowing how to end things respectfully is a wonderful way for you to remain a high value woman. Um, and so there are different ways that you will be able to do that. It would depend on how many dates you've been on, if it's only one or has it been a few. Um, and we talk about that a lot more in Diamond as well. So if you've heard me mentioning Diamond, but you're not 100% sure what it is, there is a link in my bio in Instagram that you can go and um, learn more about it. But it is an eight-week coaching container with me. And we talk about so much, not just dating, because dating, as I'm talking about here, um, 
This is like going on first dates. This is for people that are new to dating. But diamond is actually for people that are have been with someone for a long time or have been in a relationship for a long time. And it's not so much about dating, but it's about reactivating that excitement, that energy in the relationship, you know. So it's about adding that like magic back again and that juiciness because it's you've probably just got stuck in this like, you know, just this routine and this habit and things are just feeling a bit stagnant and not that exciting anymore. And uh, Diamond, we're going to talk all about the masculine and the feminine energy, how to activate the masculine within a man, how to activate the feminine within you, how to give powerful compliments. We're going to talk about love languages. We're going to talk about how to ask for what you want, how to plan dates, how to get taken out on dates, all of it. It's all in there. So yeah, I would love for you to join that program. Anyway, darlings, time to move on. I've got lots to do. And yeah, we'll see you in the next episode. Bye.